Good evening. Happy Monday, listeners at home. It's Rudder Cup Live, episode three, with your co-host Mitch and Mike, checking in a day late, but better late than never. How are you, Mitch? I'm all right. Uh, I am at the RCL Annex uh, house right now, the Annex studio. Um, so I'm set up here. I am in isolation mode after a potential contact with a positive uh, COVID-19 um, case. So I am isolating until I get some test results back. Um, uh, coincidentally, it is from another member of Ritter. We're not going to name names here. Um, but, you know, might have been exposed uh, last Thursday. So just kind of take, take the foot off the gas and, and waiting to see, uh, see what I'm doing. It also shot my work trip to Kansas City. So, you know, shout out to not having to go to Kansas City on Wednesday anymore. Um, but, yeah, I think, I think the important place to start here, Mike, is the coat. talking all things COVID. Well, you know, hate to say it, but who knew that not even Rudder Cup wasn't immune to COVID-19. So hoping that you're recovering well, Mitch, hoping that whoever else was this member of Rudder that also may or may not have been exposed to COVID-19 is self-isolating and doing well because we want you to be healthy, but let's be real. If you're going to get COVID, get it right now. Get it before Friday. Get yourself a seven-day window so that you're back for rudder. That's really what's important. I mean, your health is number one, but really participation and uh, shot-making at rudder, that's, that's number one. So, so get better yeah. and uh, get out of your system now rather than in two weeks. Well, I'm fine. I don't think I have it. It's just, uh, you know, if somebody is exposed, somebody is making out with somebody who is positive uh, and then gets in my car, you never know. I mean, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just waiting to see. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure. Also, I'm not sure what Dr. Fauci said about making out in terms of activities that may or may not spread yeah, COVID. But I don't know. It wasn't on the list, so I think making out is probably good. I think you're probably safe if you're not making out with people, um, or if you are making out with people, I guess. Yeah, but it's. I also think it's just kind of, uh, kind of one of the most shocking things is Gord mentions my name for surprise. Um, you know, maybe maybe surprise moments for Europe. Uh, you know, most likely to contribute, even though that was. Whole, totally wrong. Um, and the next thing you know, I'm exposed by a member of Team USA to COVID. So I don't know if there's a correlation there. I mean, I don't know if I was Ooh, targeted by a conspiracy. member of Team USA. Yeah, I mean, I just, you know, I just want, I just want that out there. I want that. I want the people. I want the community to know that I might have been attacked. Um, I think me shooting a 101 several weeks in a row might have raised some eyebrows. And you guys kind of want me off the course. So it is what it is. But. Um, that's that's my conspiracy. So my conspiracy conspiracy is if you're shooting a 101 back to back weeks, could maybe somebody on Team Europe have given you the alleged exposure? Um, no, because I haven't really played with anybody on Team Europe. Also, I just suck at golf, and I don't think sucking at golf is a COVID symptom. But I don't know. The, the actually the symptom list keeps growing, so that could be it. Maybe I'm I'm blaming COVID. Yeah. So I was exposed by someone on Team Europe who also exposed someone on Team USA and then re-exposed me, and now I suck at golf. So, yeah, COVID, COVID fucked golf for me. Thank you. So there you have it. Why we're a day late, but still in the studio, one in the annex, of course. And yeah. we're going to start with some breaking news. Breaking uh, news. came out early this morning. Very excited. But we are doing a boat party yep. post-round. Boat uh, party, baby. It's going to be like it. the Vikings all over again. Rumor have it, has it that uh, our, our buddy, good friend, loyal listener, Steve Clow, is actually going to be the DJ. Yeah. Green pants. Green pants and all. Uh, green pants and dirty beats. So 
look forward to that. And then some other big news. Yeah, this is big. Trickling out right now. Hasn't officially been announced, or maybe it has, but that depends on when you're listening. But this will be the first year of a exclusive match play point system. So no more stroke play involved. Uh, a lot of thoughts on this from people who haven't even heard the episode yet, but I'm sure it's filling up the group chat, and uh, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. I, I've got my opinions. I'll voice them somewhere that one would voice their opinions on their opinions on the Rudder Cup, maybe well, on this episode. Yeah, I was going to say, why don't you just voice them right now? I would love to hear your opinion. I'll tell you mine. So there's two schools of thought. One is that the lesser team or lesser player can pick up points in a match play and the stroke play is not as important, but I don't really buy it. Uh, I mean, if you're going to take that logic, look back at the matchup two years ago and Mark Miller and Fred C folded a point to me and Kalis, um, that was in stroke play. So if you don't agree with that, I'm just going to look at that one example and use it as an absolute yeah. and just say that the better team's always going to, um, win no matter what. So my opinion is I don't really have an opinion for this year. How about that? Yeah, no, that, that's fair. I think that Team Europe was all pretty much on the same boat here with, uh, with liking the match play aspect of it. I'm not shocked that there's probably a bunch of people bitching in Team USA now that, you know, we've changed the courts at Grand Geneva, a bunch of other things that they're getting out of this year. Uh, it's, it's a lot like Team USA to have, want, want to bitch about something. So we gave you guys something to bitch about. It's going to be match play, front and back nine for both 18s. Um, you know, debate that all you want. I just don't. Who gives a fuck? So uh, that's where I stand on it. I feel like Team USA, a lot of complaining out of that camp. And I'm not coming at you, Mike. I know it's just a couple people in there. Um, the people that bitch about, you know, a $3 price range or price raise or, you know, not being on an episode of RCL, even though we called him. Um uh, maybe rude or shortest. I don't know. I haven't really checked heights lately, but uh, I think that there's a few people on your side that like to just make drama. So, well, should be interesting with the match play components. Uh, no blow up holes really have an effect this year. It's a faster also, play, faster pace of play. Definitely a faster pace of play. I do like that aspect. There's no really arguing that. I mean, I swear to God, if someone on Team USA, I don't know who would have a very slow setup to the ball, but if someone. Yeah. Maybe a roommate, Mitch, I don't know, yeah, has a very roommate. slow setup. And they're yeah. already, you know, they've already got the match in the bag. If they win two and three and they're playing hole nine as though it's the first hole, you know, it's just moving along a little bit, you know, one or two practice swings, maybe. I yeah. don't know. New, I, don't know. I have a new prop at Vegas just unleashed, unleashed it uh, or released it. I am not drunk today. I don't know what's going on. Uh, Bergamini over under five and a half seconds standing over his ball on his approach on the first tee. I mean, I'd hammer the over on the everybody over, on right? five and a half. Five and a half seconds for sure. Everyone's getting the over. Uh, yeah, everyone's taking the over on that. Okay, just making sure. Not that we're naming him as the person that's standing over the ball long. It's just certainly not. Certainly not. Love you, Obviously. Birds. Yeah, we wouldn't name names here. Um, so, yeah, we got the Vikings boat party. There will be strippers. I'm hearing rumors. Maybe strippers. Probably not. Um, we're going to be a little, little lap around the lake. Uh, well, the lap around the lake, again, this is Wisconsin, so it kind of segues in nicely to the next topic about yeah. Wisconsin, uh, since the, we last were in the studio, has been added to the quarantine list. So yeah. I'm just going to let all the listeners at home know, uh, whether you're a player or just an avid fan slash listener, uh, 
between rounds, we are actually driving over the state line into Illinois and then back so that no one will actually be in Wisconsin for more, for more than, 20 than 24 hours. hours. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. exactly. So no concern there. We're good. Lightfoot can't find us because we're coming back home and we're going right back. We're uh, just following the rules. Just following the rules. It was really smart, well-planned, laid-out rules. So no problem there. Exactly. We're going to be fine on that. So we'll be in and out uh, of Wisconsin. We're going to give them their money, and we're going to come back to Illinois, and then we're going to go back to Wisconsin, then come back to Illinois. So it's, we're going to be fine. Everything's going to be fine. Now, I know this is planned for a little bit later in the show, but I actually think it fits in. And that is the social media policy on Rudder 20. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I, my take on it is I think I'm just probably going to stay off for a little bit. Uh, probably won't be all over the Instagram story. And, I, and again, I say this now at 4.30 on a Monday when I'm completely sober. By 11 a.m. when I'm drunk on the course, you know, I'll, probably, my, I'll loosen my, my stance on this and I'll probably be posting a bunch of dumb shit. Um, but I just don't need people ridiculing me for, you know, being with 32 dudes or, uh, you know, obviously not social distancing on a golf course or on the boat afterwards. So that's my take on it. Maybe I'm a pussy. Probably am. Honestly, I am. I get told that a lot. So, um, I don't know, Mike, where do you stand on the social media aspect of it? You know, I, I'm not going to set myself up to call anyone a hypocrite on either side. I just know that if the USA takes home the cup, good luck telling someone not to chant USA and put it all over their snap or Insta. And same thing, you know, if the unthinkable happens and Europe pulls it off, I know I'm seeing Ole on social media when I get home the next day. It's just, I mean, yeah. Calling a spade a spade. I'm not going to tell anyone not to do it. I'm certainly going to capture a lot of content, uh, but when it will be posted, you know, maybe I post on the day the vaccine is released, uh, yeah. which I hear is soon, very soon. Or Sources. maybe I post it on Sunday afternoon because obviously the likes are going to fly in right Absolutely. after. Absolutely. I don't know. I don't know. So, I think it's going to be a Sunday thing. I mean, I'm just telling myself ahead of time, you know, I'd be like, oh, like I went to a wedding three weeks ago and I was like, I got to stay off social media. I want no one to know I'm here. And then, you know, six beers in, uh, you know, it just it all rules go out the window. Um, I also heard the vaccine is being sponsored by whoop. Oh, uh, it I is. I, yeah. I don't know if there's any rumors to that, but whoop, um, email or text Mike or I for a discount code. And we'll actually get you a discount code for a whoop band and get you in the front of the line for a vaccine. So that's just, you know, sources. Also rumor has it that there's some RCL listeners that are embracing on a whoop challenge beginning today. Yes. Uh, Andrew Kalis is certainly one of them. He's actually doing a two a day. He went for a run in a weighted vest this morning and then hit, the gym on his lunch break. So nice yeah. start, Andrew. Torres versus the hair. Keep that in mind. Okay. Also, he's playing checkers. I'm playing chess. He had to put on a weighted vest. I just have a natural weighted vest on me that wow. I've accrued wow. yeah, over the last four months. So I have my own personal weighted vest. So Orga- Organic weighted vest. That's, it's, uh, yeah, it's all natural. It's, it's vegan. Yeah. Well, speaking so. of losing an organic weighted vest, we have the topic of Gorg and Kovacs, both yes. coming in very slim this year. Yep. Uh, maybe they've been talked about a little bit on RCL already, but, you know. I don't care, new, dude. The listeners love it. I haven't seen Gorg. I haven't seen Gorg. Mike, I'll tell you a quick story. I was riding through the park the other day, uh, last Wednesday, and Jackie Robinson East were doing batting practice or something because they suck at softball. I don't know. And – I saw Kovacs, didn't even recognize him at first. Um, again, I've mentioned his uh, chiseled jaw. It is chiseled. I mean, he looks thin. 
and not like sickly thin. He just looks cut. Uh, I'm hoping he gets on a little bit more of a weight training program. I think, you know, add some muscle to that base that he's got now. It's going to be nice. Uh, I would like to see him get his dumper back to be quite honest. You know, I like, he was my friend with a huge ass and now I don't really know who to turn to. You mean the fifteens, brother. Yeah. I just, I, I just need it back, but I haven't seen Gorg. I think I tried to creep him on social media. There wasn't too much. I think it's going to be like an in-person, like fully clothed in a golf outfit. I'm going to be like, wow, you're looking great. But um, I, my, my money's on Kovacs just because I've got a, a sneak peek on, on what I've seen so far. Okay. I like it. I, I'm going to call it a toss-up. I'm going to say whoever has the fewer beers Friday nights Ooh, yeah. is going to look better yeah. Saturday morning. So. You think so? Or maybe they'll come in like more dehydrated if they drink more. Ooh. Ooh. Well, we'll, we'll circle back in the uh, recap episode, but yeah. I'm going with whoever has the least amount of beers Friday's pre-round at the yeah. big That Also, shout out to Team Europe for not actually trying to lose weight. So, again, we're just fucking killing it right now. Well, speaking of weight, we've got the topic of what is the max number of players that Rudder Cup will ever have? Okay. Okay, so we got 32 now. Obviously, that number kind of floats around because we always seem to have a couple people have to drop out. We need to fill in. Um, I know there is a long waiting list of people. Shout out to Brian Lemonager, the Venus, Matt's roommate. I know he really wants to get in on this. Um, I, I, 32 is a great number in my head. I could see it go to 36, but I don't see it going past 36. You know, I don't. Does Tom Cos golf? Uh, does he want to play in this? I mean, he does golf. He's learning to golf. Probably like learning every golfer golf. who has a good time, they probably all want to be in it. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I don't think his game or scoring standards are certainly up to the European standards at this point. But yeah. it doesn't matter because when you're looking at how many numbers could ever come in, you know, for Team USA, it's actually a finite number because yeah. we've got standards. Did you yeah. go to Iowa? Were you in Seget? If the answer is no – unless your name is Brian Dankle, then you're not allowed to come play on the team. So yeah, it's, it's pretty simple. Pretty yeah. simple. I like the exception uh, to that rule. Minor exception. exception. Brotherly love. You know, yeah. brotherly exceptions are a thing of It's rooted tradition. In the it's rooted tra- yep. root tradition. Um, if your brother's a stud and can play golf better than pretty much everybody but two people in the tournament, you're invited. Yeah. So. It, it, how, many, how many people do you think we could get if we opened it up a little more? I mean, do you think we could get – 48 people? Do you think we can get 52 people? I mean, I think we could. I think there's enough interest out there. Um, I, I just – I think that 32 is always kind of the number. A little 16 on 16 action I mean, seems nice, you know? You could certainly – oh, I, I think without a doubt you could get um, 60 players. Because yeah. if you just task every one player, say, hey, you got to invite one buddy. It's for charity this year. It's true. Maybe it's for Ramon Foundation or something like that. I don't know. Maybe that's an idea for those on the board who are listening. Yeah, the idea is um, floating around. So You could do an event like that. But in terms of the actual tournament itself, I think expanding beyond 32 is tough because then you're starting to look at issues of daylight. And now we're losing our August time slot, maybe going back into late July to really – Get right. those hours. So. Right. Well, we won't be doing that at Geneva National. So um, we know that they cannot accommodate us anymore. Shout out Geneva National. They continue to sponsor us. Um, but yeah, they, uh, we're just, I don't think we're going back. I think, we've, I think we've packed up and left an abusive relationship. So I think we're better off for it. For those on Team USA, be aware that we are stopping at Geneva National 
hitting their balls for free, paying $13 for their Bloody Mary, and then going to Grand Geneva. Just so everyone's on the same page. Uh, there, it's out there. Europe, you're welcome to join. Yeah. But I don't know if you can afford those bloody No. Balls. Well, we're not the ones that are complaining about price. So I think there's probably half your team that won't go to the bloodies and probably make their own with ketchup or something like that at the house. But team, you're up. Quick shout out. We do have a shower dilemma. Well, there'll be more on our personal uh, RCL Rudder Cup uh, European podcast to talk about showers. Um, yeah. I mean, what, what, what do we got next? I think, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I think 32 is a great number. I think any, anytime you grow it too much, then it becomes, all right, how many more Sig F Isla guys are you guys going to get? Like, are you guys going to get Islander out there? Um, you know, who, uh, who's the exec, name an exec board? I mean, we'll keep, we'll keep that under wraps for who, who comes Tucker, in. But, Dieter. but Derek, Derek, if you're listening, I'm sure you somehow are. I don't know how you found the stream, but impressive, yeah. impressive way to do your due diligence. Now, when is so? I, I agree though to, to wrap that up. Thirty-two is the max. I don't think it should go beyond that. No. And when is the first year? You know, maybe it kind of ties into what we were saying about a fundraiser. But when is the first year that we officially get our dear friend and loyal listener Fleps as a cart girl at Rooter? So I think that that would tie into as as the development uh, chair committee person for uh, chairperson for the Ramon Foundation. I've always had this idea to go, uh, you know, go that route and raise some money while we're doing it. Um, I think that that could be very in the near future. And I think at that point we just invite flaps. Um, we don't tell her what she, you know, we just make her the cart roll. She's not going to make any money. Don't tip flaps when she's the cart roll, by the way. Um, I, I, I don't know. I think that she just deserves to be out there, you know, more so than any other chick that we have. Agreed. And it could be something simple. You know, she's on the second or third par three of the course. Right. 50 50 pot, you know, whoever gets the closest to. Because I mean, beat the flaps talk about on a par three. One. Yeah, beat the flaps on a par three. Running. We should Ooh. do that. We'll get her one of those like guns. Have you seen those at golf outings? Like the guns, have, the cannons. We'll give her a cannon to shoot at the green, and then we have to beat the flaps. I, I think it's a good idea. I'm I think writing it should this be down. This is brought up to the membership board. Yeah. I'm writing it down right now. Beat All right, and now we're at one of the uh, more interesting parts of the podcast this evening. We're at the top five shots in Rudder's history. So Mitch and I had the opportunity to collaborate a little bit on this, and I'm sure there's others, listeners out there who are going to say, wait a minute, what about my shot that year on this hole that one time when we were up or down? Probably a great shot. We yeah. don't remember it. Nope. No one remembers it. Nope. But here we are. So we're going to go in reverse order. We're going to talk about filmed clinchers. Yep. And what I'm talking about when I say a filmed clincher is when you've got both Kretzi and Kalis uh, sinking a putt on 18 or rather 36 to bring home the cup. Yep. So, and uh, ours, ours was back in 2016 that Kretzi hit that, the first team to go back to back. If you want to watch that video, follow me on Instagram. I don't know my Instagram. I think it's MitchGrant91. Also, like the other pictures on the way down. I'd like, I'd like some more likes on those. Uh, but you can watch Kretzies in the reaction. We got Cole doing like a half-ass cartwheel on the green. Um, that was weird. But then, you know, Kretzie just getting that live on, on the GoPro I bought that year for no reason. Um, shout out GoPro, uh, another sponsor with Whoop. But having that filmed, you know, clinching a back-to-back on a putt there, a little tough green there on 18, if I remember correctly. Uh, those are always great. I know the Kalis had the same thing. I don't remember it as much, the Kalis victory, so I don't know if you want to – dive in on that video but 
Well, it actually segues into the fourth best shot in Rudder Cup history, and that is the yes. Munch chant on 36. The Kalis clincher was right after uh, the Munch chant to wipe yeah. out a certain team on the European nation, or union rather, but I won't, I won't go into too much detail there. I'll move down the list. Uh, we've got the first tee jitters. Ooh, yeah. For those of you listening at home who have whiffed off the first tee mm-hmm. or not made it to the front tees, uh, nice shot. Good shout job. out me. Shout out McParland. Um, I actually did it not on the first tee. I did it on the 19th tee as well. I think two years ago when we were playing Trevino. I uh, tried to take a big old whack, and uh, I just didn't hit the ball, which is like step one of golf is making contact. So I just, I just get tense in my shoulders. You know, there's everyone there. Um, first tee jitters, though. I mean, when you have one of those early morning rounds and you got 31 guys behind you or, you know, 28, however many, whatever, depending on what group you go off on, there's a lot, a lot of pressure. Everyone's watching you. And especially because, you know, maybe you're not as good and, and you're, you're scared to play in front of other people. Then, you know, you just tense up. And a lot of top balls. A lot of top balls. So moving on to number two on this list is Benjamin Ross's famous light the candle shot. Yeah. Now, I, I don't know if it was famous at the time or if it's really one that's lived on in infamy. Uh, infamy no, it was since, oh, okay. Well, then I think I missed it live. Oh, I was, caught it on the replay. If I remember correctly, we were at the par three. I don't know what hole it was, maybe 12 or 13 at Palmer. It was the afternoon round. Uh, there's a little bit of backup there. There's like that little sugar shack halfway house yep. kind of yep. thing. Also, um, very difficult par three because if you go right at all, it's just water. You got to yeah. almost just say left side all the way. Well, and that's the thing. Ben wanted to take the water out of the equation. So what he did was hit that ball almost 90 degrees perpendicular. Um, and he ended up hitting the tee box marker that was placed there. So he was just eliminating water from that first shot. So you can't really blame him. Also, he had just changed uh, into his afternoon shorts. Uh, that was uh, big, that was bigger Ben at that the point. The baby so, blues, the yeah, baby blues. He had a yeah, he had that uh, that second pair of shorts for the afternoon round, just in case. Which I, honestly, that's like an all time move is to have an extra pair of shorts for your round of golf because you could shit your pants, you could have swass, you could spill ketchup or mustard all over it, um, or yeah, you could just be Ben and it could you know I. I Ben was a little bit bigger, so probably stinky shorts. Um, but man, that shot is incredible. I think like that the you, candle, like the candle, the audio from from Dankle uh, makes the shot. Uh, so we'll, speaking of Dankle, far of Dankle, I hope you're listening. We love you. We hope yeah, to see you at Rudder. So cute. Are you bringing the? Yeah, please bring the dog to Rudder. I uh, yeah. are you saying Rudder or Rudder? Depends on what time of day, what hour of the day. Uh, it's Rudder. Uh, that's that's the other thing that that gets talked a lot. It's Ruder, R U D E R. If there if it was Rudder, there would be a second D. Dude, you're asking a dumb question when the answer is R C L. That's the answer. There is no Ruder Rudder when it's R C L. Right. So, no, but I'm just next talking question. about the. Okay, well, way to dodge that. Anyways, number moving one. on to the final best shot in R C L's Cups history. We've got none other than the Jeff Rogers Ace. Yep, didn't see it, heard it was great. Next topic. Didn't see it, heard it was great. I want to say that coincided with the first year that USA pulled off the victory. Sure. Uh, so it all starts with one, and it's one shot. Jeff, that was you. Uh, fantastic. Hope you do it again this year. 
we don't need it, but if you did it, it'd be sweet. Yeah. Whatever. Next, what's, what was the next topic? So that brings us to the final topic of the night. It was not discussed, but I think it needs to be addressed here on RCL with the listeners. I think, you know, this comes down to the two captains of the team. It's been discussed uh, in Rudder at some point in the past, but we need to switch up the lineups. I think we need an 18 coming down the end. I don't think people are as interested in watching the Miller-Dankel matchup on 18 as much as they want to see, you know, Rodgers and Chaffs or whoever it is coming home against the Europe's scummiest. I mean, whoever that may be, I don't know, but I think that's the matchup. Europe's scummiest, and you just said Rodgers and Chaffs is your lineup, so we're just matching scum with scum. I'm confused. I just want to keep track of what we're saying here. We're matching heroes with heroes oh, okay. from our side. I don't know what you're putting out there, but those are some USA heroes. Okay. So that's what I want. I think we need to see a different finishing lineup to the team. Uh, for both sides, I feel like it creates a new dynamic that's different than ever before. Yeah. I think that maybe we can talk about that next year. I think this year we've had a lot of changes. We have to sneak back to Illinois. We're playing Grand Geneva. Or, uh, yeah, Grand Geneva. Um, we are playing match play on both sides. This is just too much stimuli for most of Team U- USA to really handle. So I kind of want to take the foot off the gas. Um, you know, I just want to make sure that they can compose themselves to the new atmosphere. And then maybe we'll add some other quirks along the way. And speaking of that ride home, we do have a <laughs> guest driver this year. His name is Kev Cab. He's coming in from Iowa Kev City. Cab. He's going to give everybody a ride. Yeah, that's Team Europe. looking forward to it. Team Europe has Dave, Dave Cab. He doesn't go by Dave Cab. He's just Dave, and he plays uh, Leonard Skinner in the back of his 97 uh, Chrysler Town & Country. And it'll be $3 each way for everybody to get in the cab. And if we go to the strip club up in Lake Geneva, which shout out, we probably won't. Right. Right. Yeah, we won't. Um, he'll pick us up from there. Cause he'll already be there. Um, so yeah. Convenient. Convenient. Yeah, convenient. And that, that actually brings us to another segue. Who is going to be most likely give me your top three DDs from team USA. I feel like it's a little bit easier to pick from you guys. A DD from Team USA. Yeah, let's oh. say three people are driving the course. We're probably going to get a party bus. So oh, what? that question doesn't count. That's a great idea. We're going to steal that. So yeah. Team Europe is also getting a party bus. Breaking news. We just booked a party bus. By the time this airs, you guys will have a party bus to match our party bus. Yes. And, you know, I want to mention that we did want to have some European callers uh, dial in this week. But we due did. to the fact that... COVID-19 rudely interrupted our streaming or rather recording yesterday. Uh, that will hopefully happen this coming week. So we look forward to whoever Mitch would like to invite from his team. Yep. Uh, looking forward to your insight. And, uh, you know, Wait. we might actually bring in a new segment where someone can come in, uh, call in and leave a question and yeah. we'll discuss it on air. We will so. discuss it on air. That's going to be a new segment next week. Next week we'll have Team Europe. Um, also, last, last part, Mike, we didn't talk about this. I have in my notes here. Will Dankel show up to the boat after party? Ooh, Captain Dankel. Yeah. I think uh, Captain Dankel is going to show up with an actual captain's hat, Favre Dankel in his arm, and uh, the rudder cup in his right arm. Is there a return of the cup? Return of the cup, maybe? Yeah. Is there going to be a trophy uh, this year? Uh, yeah, we'll have a trophy. There, there will be a trophy this year. All right. Well, in that case, yes, he shows up in that I have, exact now, I now, now I have to go find a trophy, but there will be a trophy. I'll – 
I think Park and Field, that bar on Fullerton, has literally the exact old rep club. Remember that like wine chiller we had a couple years ago? They had the exact same thing at their uh, at their bar. So maybe I'll just try and steal it. We can negotiate. Maybe they can be a sponsor. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Or just steal it. Yes. So you think Dinkle's going to show up? I don't think so. He just never shows up. So to the after party. So I'm gonna I'm gonna see him like oh 36 holes. Uh, I'm going home. Far. Got to take far out to poop. Well, so dogs I, can poop in a lake. See it happen. Why it's does Dinkle's? Why does an impersonation of Dinkle always turn into a impersonation of Obama? <laughs> it's a good topic and one that maybe we'll lead off with next time. Yeah, uh, next. We're, out, we're out of time for, for okay. listeners at home. I'm going wrong, maybe Dankle, we'll even. Uh, Favre Dankle. Favre Dankle 2020. So. He can't run. It's too young. And a Favre, dog. Well, <laughs> dog years, though, they go fast. So maybe. Oh, that's so true. All right. All right. Well, that's it for us. Um, thanks, RCL listeners. Sorry about the delay. We will get back to our normal um, in-studio recordings next week. So take care, Rudder.